0: This is the Relish podcast with Kate Stevenson for Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport.
1: Hey there, I'm Kate Stevenson. So you, of course, are listening to the podcast version of Relish, a show that airs each Saturday morning on Melbourne's Easy Music Three MP. This week on the show. The gin renaissance must be winding down a bit. Whiskey is still all the buzz. But what about tequila? No longer something to lick, sip, suck. We are seeing more and more premium tequilas hitting our shelves. The latest is Verveer, and I'll chat to its UK founders about why we should be exploring that spirit a bit more and how it actually is completely sippable. Also, do you really need an excuse for a weekend away? Well, just in case, Visit Victoria have one for us. They've launched a campaign for us all to take a not-so-public holiday. I'll find out what that's all about. And this week in food, Mr Miyagi extends their stay at QT Hotel. Tom Serafian is returning for a stint at Cumulus Inc. On the Maribyrnong, Angler's Tavern has set up their own winter chalets and Stringers has been reborn at Sorrento. All that still to come on The Relish Podcast, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Greater Dandidong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport on Easy Music. 3MP
0: at Easy Music 3MP. Relax with us and all your favourite songs. God only
2: knows what I'd be without you. Without you, there's something
0: very special about you. That's just the way it is. Easy music means all the songs you love from the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Easy music 3MP.
1: Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish. Well, it's not all about gin and whiskey anymore, even if sometimes it feels like it. I have tasted some pretty phenomenal tequilas recently. One of the newest to hit our shores is Vivia Tequila. The guys behind this label are hoping to transform our perceptions of that spirit from something you shot with lemon and salt to a more refined drink that you can sip or mix in stunning cocktails. They join me now, Nav Grauel and Paul Hayes, founders of Vivia Tequila. Good morning. Morning, Kate.
3: Morning.
1: Now, you hey, guys, good evening, all right? yeah, very well. I know you guys are joining me from the UK now. Now, I'm reasonably confident that is not where you are making Verveer. So, how did you get involved in producing your tequila?
4: Um, yeah, I'll pick up on this if you want to have. Um, yes, you're correct. So, all, all tequila has to be made in in Mexico, in Jalisco, in Mexico. It's it's the most protected alcohol in the world, pretty much, actually. So, it's, it's very, very strict um but yeah we it goes back quite a long story for us we we launched in in 2019 um but actually i've been working with agave now for 16 17 years obviously tequila is made from agave so hence that that connection yeah um i i actually worked with it from the food side of things importing agave syrup um but through that whole process i started working with distilleries over in mexico and and let's face it when you start working with with those guys you're going to end up falling into the tequila game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And do you think, and and Nav, I'm sure you'd know too, you know, we maybe that when we think Mexico, potentially the word lawless comes up, but there are really tight rules around making tequila there, aren't there?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, you know, it's got the um, protection of origin. So uh, I think it was set up in the early 90s, the CRT. And the reason for that was to try and combat a lot of like illicit tequila that was being made uh, around Mexico. Uh, It's still, I think, the most fraudulently made spirit in the world. Wow.
1: Um,
3: so the CLT is really strict around um, the export of tequila um, and just protection, protecting it because it just means so much to the local economy and stuff.
1: Now I did do a tasting of Vivia recently with one of your ambassadors and what came across most to me was how important it was for you guys to create something that was sustainable. How do you do that?
4: Yeah, we do that from, from a number of ways. Um, firstly, we actually own our own agave. We invest in our own agave fields with our distillery, so we're as close to, to owning those as, as physically possible, which is quite rare. But why that's so important is, is we allow them to grow to full maturity uh, so for at least nine years. It takes us nine years to, to make a bottle, or any bottle of our tequila. Um, but we allow about 5% of our agave to flower. And the reason that's so important, it's only at that point you can cultivate the seeds for, for future generations. Um, it's also only at that point, uh, you hear a lot about agave bats in Mexico, which are kind of the equivalent to, to bees over here. They help pollinate not just agave, but also <clears throat> the wider plants and um, <clears throat> ecology for the area. Yeah. So, so, yeah, by having those sorts of protocols in place, it means that those guys can come in, feed off the plants and also look after the wider um, environment. Um, We also have a zero waste policy as well. So even the leftover husks from from the production of um, of the tequila, the leftover leaves that we collect from all the fields that we we cut off from the agave before they come down to our distillery, we collect all of those and uh, we turn them either into compost or we donate them to a local initiative that turns them into reusable bags, cutlery, that type of thing. Um, And and also with one of only four distilleries that have our own water source, so we have a natural volcanic spring actually at our distillery. Which means we don't have to use local lake or reservoir water, uh, which is great for quality, but also means that that water can be used for for other purposes, such as local villages, uh, other wildlife, um, other um, uh, crops in those areas, or uh, local livestock, that type of thing. So we try and sort of give back as, as much as possible. Uh, at, at every touch point for the entire process, basically.
1: I was going to say far more extensive than than I expected. And if you're going to learn something every day, I'm going to learn today about tequila bats. Nav Greywell and Paul Hayes, founders of Avia Tequila, want to actually talk about how it tastes. Will you stick around a bit longer? Of course. Great. Stick Absolutely. around. Plenty more tequila talk after these Easy Music favourites on Easy Music 3 MP.
0: This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport.
1: Easy Music 3MP, I'm Kate Stevenson. You're listening to Relish and I'm speaking with Nav Greywall and Paul Hayes. They are the founders of Verveer Tequila, which has hit Australia's shores. And guys, there are three different types of Vivir available. Nav, do you want to talk us through them quickly?
3: Yeah, sure. So we've got um, uh, a Blanco, a Reposado and a Nieco. So a Blanco is... um, Essentially, your purest form of tequila—it comes straight out of the still. So we cook the agave uh, over around two days, um, and then we we distill that twice. Uh, it comes out out around kind of fifty-five percent after the second distillation, and we just bring that down to forty percent using the uh, local uh, volcanic spring water that Paul mentioned, um, and then we bottle that straight away. Yeah. Uh, for the reposado, we uh, we aged that blanco. So we actually use uh, Jack Daniel barrels. <laughs> Paul could tell you a little bit more about that in a bit, but. You know, we're both not fans of Jack Daniels, but when we went through the aging process, we found that it really um, matured the, whi- uh, the tequila nicely with those kind of like whiskey notes as well, that like yeah. car- caramel and bourbon notes too. So we um, we age ours, our for slightly longer. The minimum requirement is two months. We actually age ours for six months. Uh, a reposado can't be any longer than 12 months because after yeah. that you get into an Inejo. Um, so our añejos is then is aged for um, 18 months in the same barrel. So it's, it's essentially the repositor but just continuing for another year longer.
1: Well, it's so uh, funny that you say that because I was going to say the Añejo in particular is a real surprise and it is so sippable, it reminded me of having a gorgeous whiskey. So is that something that you generally say, even the Reposado or the Añejo, is that something we should enjoy neat?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, the Añejo really, we kind of um, trying to like um, educate uh, people to drink tequila. We actually target kind of whiskey drinkers for that one in particular. Yeah. We're used to sipping um, spirits neat. Um, and I think they're more in in tune with the, the delicate notes that come out from an as well. Um, obviously, you know the thing you have to be careful with añejos as well is that the longer you leave something in the barrel for, the, the kind of the more you're deviating away from the core spirit. Yeah. The tequila, in this sense, uh, so that that aging process was quite careful. And you know, eighteen months is is a fair amount of time for an Uh, But we were really careful and we worked closely with our distillery to ensure that really, you know, we're still getting that kind of agave backbone to it as well.
1: Now I don't want to offend anyone, so Paul. Given these are, I know they're premium tequilas; they're they're beautiful drinks. Are we still allowed to mix them up in cocktails? What what should we be doing with them?
4: Yeah, by by any means, um, of course, of course. We always say that, that we want people to experience it in the way that that they want to experience it, um, and quite often they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. So they're used to having shots of it, which is what we especially see all the time in the UK. But this is one of the great things about tequila as well. It's it's one, if, if not the only spirit, really, that kind of hits the the four uh, four touch points if we always say around and um, around how you can serve it you can have it as a shot if you want we're not completely against that uh, but you can also sip it neat you can also have it in a long drink with a mixer and also it makes some amazing cocktails so so you do get that variety um, and yeah we we promote to say like If when you say you don't like tequila it's towards the storm because you haven't found the right tequila yet and you haven't found the right way to drink it so we kind of like sit down people and say like what do you normally go for so if you go for um, if you go for your cocktails and obviously there's some amazing versions uh, that will contain um, tequila so you've got your margaritas and your palomas your standards but then also twist some classics like we have some bars that do negronis for example but they replaced the gin with our blanco or espresso martinis where they replace the the vodka with our either our anejo or our reposado and they're absolutely unbelievable they win people over all the time and i can tell you now one of
1: the first things i did paul was to make an old-fashioned with the anejo and just the orange bitters and the sugar syrup and it was stunning
4: Perfect, perfect, yeah. And, and old Fashion is definitely it's one of my favourite drinks anyway and, and I make all the time with the Ineco. So, yeah, great example.
1: Nav Graywell and Paul Hayes, congratulations on Vivier Tequila. It is a stunning product. Product People can find it exclusively at Coles Group's outlet, so we're talking Liquorland, First Choice and Vintage sellers. Thank you both so much for taking the time to talk to me today.
3: Thanks very much. No problem. Thanks,
1: guys. Don't go anywhere. Coming up, your excuse to take a not-so-public holiday. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport on Easy Music 3MP. For lovers of Easy Music, it all adds up with 3MP and crystal clear stereo right across Melbourne. There to make a better, clearer sound for you to enjoy your easy music favourites. Upgrade your radio to DAB Plus and change the way you listen to Easy Music 3MP. Find out more at 3mp.com.au. Easy Music 3MP, this is Relish. Well, if you like me, you don't need much of an excuse to get out and visit regional Victoria, and yet Visit Vic are still helping us out with some motivation. They've launched a not-so-public holiday campaign. So right as we hit the depths of winter, they're encouraging us to use up some of that annual leave to create our own long weekend. Here to explain more is the CEO of Visit Victoria, Brendan McClements. Brendan, good morning. Good morning. Now, is that about it? What is the idea behind uh, the not-so-public holiday campaign?
2: Well, if you're Victorian, you know you're in the middle of a public holiday trout, 106 days between Queen's birthday and the AFL grand final public holiday. So what we found in our research was many of us are hoarding our annual leave. More than 25% have got uh, uh, three weeks or more, sorry, five weeks or more, wow. and some of us are at 50, 50%, roughly 50% have uh, almost three weeks, so it's time to hit the road again to look after ourselves and also uh, just add a couple of days onto a weekend, spend a little bit more time in regional Victoria and make the most of what the state has to offer.
1: And it is funny, isn't it? Because there are some people and we all know from social media, we know there are people in Europe, we know there are people in Queensland and there's are some who just didn't get round to that this year. You know, it felt a little bit too scary still or we weren't quite ready. So it's perfect for those people. I assume we're just saying whack an extra day or two onto a weekend. It is a big state. Where are the best areas to spend three, four, five days?
2: Well, I think the opportunity that comes with that sort of uh, break is to get a little bit further than you might normally. Uh, That two-hour window outside of Melbourne, that's where most people spend most of their time. So adding an extra day or two gets you a bit further away, maybe all the way to Port Ferry, up to the Murray, all the way down to to Gippsland and, and beyond. So I think it's a perfect way to start to explore some of the state you haven't seen before. Uh, and certainly that's what I'll be trying to do over the next uh, few days.
1: And you're so right, Brendan, because rather than wait for a long weekend where maybe you only have three days and sometimes something like Lake Centre and still feels a bit far, it is giving yourself an excuse and the permission to do that. How have the regions, particularly now that it's winter, how have they sort of bounced back from COVID and, and how are they going at drawing people back in?
2: Our Victorians have been really supportive of uh, people around the state. So we have been travelling, we're enjoying it. But the opportunity now is we're heading what is traditionally a slower period of the year is to take care of yourself as well. I think that's one of the important messages here. You know, If you've got that much sleeve up your sleeve, it actually means you need to take it. Um, it's there for a reason. Get a break, uh, reset, uh, refresh your brain. So I think taking uh, a few extra days to head down to places like the Grampians, Warrnambool, is a perfect way to, to recharge the batteries and get ready for the year ahead. Brendan, I think
1: I'm basically about to ask you which is your favourite child uh, now, look, I'm not saying which is your favourite destination, but if you had four or five days next weekend, where are you off to?
2: Look, I think I'm heading down uh, to do a bit of a loop. I'd probably start to head towards Warnable, uh, get to Port Ferry, come back up uh, through the Grampians, uh, past the Royal Mail there in Dunkeld, maybe through and see the uh, Wickens sorry the Wickens Royal Mail, the Bunya Hotel, um, and then come back that way so that would give me a good i think three four maybe five days of uh, just clearing my head and enjoying what this great state has
1: i love it one of my favorite road trips last year in involved both the uh, the bunyip hotel in cavendish where i also stayed for the night and the gorgeous merry jig in, in port Ferry. Yep. so i'm 110 percent with you <laughs> um mcclement ceo of visit victoria Thank you for giving us a nudge. We'll encourage people to head to visitvictoria.com slash not-so-public-holiday for their own inspiration. Thank you for your time.
2: Absolute pleasure.
1: Stay where you are. This week in Food is Next. You're listening to Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport. On Easy Music, 3MP.
0: This is The Relish Podcast with Kate Stevenson for Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport.
1: Easy Music 3MP, you're listening to Relish and it's that time for some tips on where and what to eat and drink this week in food. Good news if you haven't been in to try the Mr. Miyagi and the Big Smoke pop-up at QT Hotel yet. They have extended their stay until Saturday, September the 3rd. It is such a great setup in the brilliant hot sauce laneway bar just down Portland Lane next to the QT Hotel. And they're serving up Mr Miyagi's trademark fun play on Japanese cuisine and some fabulous cocktails. You can do a full feed me experience or you can just enjoy the a la carte menu. Um, they've got dishes like kurabata pork sticks, bang bang crackers or some brilliant smoked sticky soy scotch fillet. It really is worth a look. You can head to mrmiyagi.com.au slash qt to book your seats. Speaking of things that are overwhelmingly popular, Tom Serafian was such a hit last time he popped up at Cumulus Inc that he's headed back. From the 3rd of August, he'll be serving up dinner Wednesday to Saturdays and a pretty special Sunday lunch. You can expect his trademark take on Middle Eastern and Northern African, plenty of spices, fresh herbs and vibrant flavours. For the set course dinners, there's dishes like Murray Cod's shish kebabs marinated in a blend of turmeric, fenugreek leaves and gold while Sunday lunch will be a set course seafood barbecue. So things like scallops with Tum and Sumac or barbecue calamari with harissa and rocket. You can see the full menus and book via cumulusinc.com.au. In the city's northwest, Anglers Tavern has decided to embrace the cold snap, setting up an enclosed winter chalet by the Maribyrnong River with plenty of heating, blankets, cushions and a Canadian club bar. It's all about comfort food on the menu, so expect oozy garlic and cheese loaf or hearty lamb shank pie. And there's a $45 Feed Me Feast option, which sounds like pretty good value. You can check out the full offerings at anglers taverncom Dot au. That's anglers-tavern.com.au. And speaking of institutions by the water, Stringers was a Sorrento stalwart that's been closed for the last nine months. Well, from its posse overlooking Port Phillip Bay, it has been reborn. Cafe Legends, the Darling Group, have reopened it as a seven-day operation with a provador, restaurant and bar. Ash Hicks is heading up the kitchen. He's promising a menu with Italian inspiration, including house-made pizzas, from 72-hour fermented dough. Right now, the restaurant's open from 8 till 4pm and dinners will launch soon. You can head to stringerssorento.com.au for a bit more information. And that's it for this week. Thank you for joining me on the podcast version of Relish, celebrating the best in food, wine and travel thanks to Greater Dandenong Food Tours. They let you travel the world without a passport. You can listen in live next Saturday at 8am. You can look for the next podcast at the 3MP website well, you could just download the 3MP app. Easy Music, 3MP.
0: Relish returns Saturday morning from 8 on Easy Music, 3MP.